Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 119, the 29th Sunday of Ordinary Time, Year B. The readings this weekend speak of God, who is not aloof, not uninterested, but rather God who is right there, in the midst of us, sharing our suffering and pain, taking on our human condition, and lifting us up, and helping people in a very practical and compassionate way. God who gets his hands dirty and is one of us and amongst us to help us, to save us. Jesus repeats the ways of God's humility, service and self-sacrifice. Anyone who wants to become great among you, he says, must be your servant. And anyone who wants to be first among you must be last of all and servant of all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. This is Faith, Hope and Love. For you will surely heed me, O God. Turn your ear to me, hear my words. Guard me as the apple of your eye. In the shadow of your wings, protect me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hello everyone, as we gather together for this 29th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year B. Brothers and sisters, to prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, let us acknowledge our sins. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. You are Son of God and the Son of Mary. Christ have mercy. You are Word made flesh, the splendour of the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good Only begotten 
of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, grant that we may always conform our will to yours and serve your majesty in sincerity of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 53, verses 10 to 11. It was the will of the Lord to crush him with pain. When you make his life an offering for sin, he shall see his offspring and shall prolong his days. Through him the will of the Lord shall prosper. Out of his anguish he shall see light. He shall find satisfaction through his knowledge. The righteous one, my servant, shall make many righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. The Word of the Lord Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you. The word of the Lord is faithful and all his works done in truth. The Lord loves justice and right and fills the earth with love. The Lord looks on those who fear him, on those who hope in his love to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. Our soul is waiting for the Lord, the Lord is our help and our shield. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. Lord, let your mercy be on us, as we place our trust in you. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 4, verses 14 to 16. Brothers and sisters, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who in every respect has been tested as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. 
the word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Son of Man came to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Chapter 10, verses 35 to 45. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to Jesus and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And Jesus said to them, What is it that you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand, and one at your left, in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink? Or be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They replied, We are able. Then Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant, for it is to those for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they began to be angry with James and John. So Jesus called them and said to them, You know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognize as their rulers, lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. But it is not so among you. Whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. The Gospel of the Lord This weekend is Mission Sunday, where we particularly pray for and are mindful of the important work of going out to all the world and proclaiming the good news of God in word and in deed. In his 2018 message for World Mission Day, Pope Francis said rather wonderfully that we're all missionaries. Whether we be working in a far-off land or living in our own home and neighbourhood, every man and woman is a mission. That is the reason for our life on earth. Each one of us is called to reflect on this fact. I am a mission on this earth. And our mission is that we proclaim and live Jesus Christ in our hearts, minds and actions. Many women and men, many young people have generously sacrificed themselves, even at times to the point of martyrdom, out of love for the gospel and service to their brothers and sisters. From the cross of Jesus we learn the divine logic of self-sacrifice as a proclamation of the gospel for the life of the world. To be set aflame by the love of Christ is to be consumed by that fire, to grow in understanding by its light, and to be warmed by its love. 
at the school of saints who open us to the vast horizons of God, I invite you to never stop wondering, what would Christ do if he were in my place? Jesus Christ loved us so much that he gave himself completely for us. Christ sacrificed himself to save all of us and each of us. He became like a slave for us. The second reading this weekend says we have a God who is quite able to sympathise with us in our weakness because Jesus has shared our human nature and experienced himself human weakness. He experienced in his own body suffering, pain and temptation just like we all have except he did not succumb to sin. Jesus does indeed know what it's like for us to experience difficulties of every kind. And he promises us this, that he will walk with us and support us in the challenges and suffering of life. There is a saying, I'm only human. And whilst it's good to acknowledge that we are only human and fallible, that we can all make mistakes, That excuse can sometimes be used to justify remaining stuck in behaviours that are destructive and in choices that are decidedly not consistent with Christ's gospel message. So, sure, we are human, we are fallible, but we're also called to share in Christ's divine life and to be transformed by it. So, whilst God is very understanding and loving, sympathetic and forgiving, This is even more reason why we need to dedicate ourselves to rising above the sinful and destructive behaviours that we can find in ourselves. God's forgiveness and our human weakness is never an invitation to say, well, that's all I am, this is all I can be, I will not change, and I will always wallow in my weakness. Rather, God inspires us by his tender mercy and compassion so that we take up our cross and keep travelling along the journey of conversion. We persevere along the path of holiness and constantly ask God to foster in us the virtues that will transform our weaknesses and make us more and more like Jesus and his values with every passing day. Our weaknesses are a reality that can be a big obstacle in our path to increased holiness. However, that's no excuse for stopping in our tracks. Our weaknesses are real, but are never the reason to stay stuck in patterns of sin. We need the help of God's grace to achieve this and to rise above it. Jesus is the ultimate example of not only God-made flesh, but also of humanity fully alive and glorified. The saints, those holy men and women who led lives of service, sacrifice and holiness, remind us that despite our limitations and our infirmities, it is possible for mere humans to keep moving forward, ever forward to the path of holiness. Settling for less is not God's call for us. We live in a way that means we never give up because of our sins and failures. And we always gratefully accept the new start that God gives us because of God's compassion and mercy. 
But at the same time, we never allow our weaknesses to cause us to presume on God's mercy, thinking that we can choose to do wrong because we know that God will forgive us later. The Gospel today is very fitting. The disciples, the poor disciples at times, have got it wrong again. Here is James and John coming up to our Lord and insisting that he give them what they ask. Places of honour and privilege in his kingdom. How selfish, how proud, how indulgent and how ignorant. They don't know what they're asking. The other disciples are angry at them. Perhaps they too wanted those seats of privilege. And how dare others ask for what they wanted. Jesus tries to show them all, and us as well, that they've totally missed the point. It is not even Jesus who allots everyone's place in heaven. It is the Heavenly Father. And the places will be allotted to people who have given themselves wholly to God's loving ways. Those who have suffered greatly to bring others the good news of Christ. Those who have sacrificed themselves in loving and self-giving service for the good of others. And certainly not those seeking self-indulgence, privilege and prestige. How wrong these disciples are, in this matter at least. These places cannot be earned without the cross, which is encountered in every disciple's life, including ours. Jesus asks us to get rid of any kind of self-satisfaction, self-indulgence or pride. He shows us how to let go of our selfishness and give ourselves fully to others in service. It's good for us to reflect deeply on this. Each of us individually in our own prayer can ask ourselves, What motivates my actions? Really, what are my motives and priorities? What are the things that motivate me in what I do in the church or in my daily life? Do I do things because I expect something back? Do I do it because I want a prestigious place of honour or personal benefit for myself or those close to me? The Gospel today, and many more passages like it, really challenges us. We must know that this is not what Christ is calling us to. Service and love, done with Jesus' gospel values, is its own sweet reward, with no other expectation of reward or honour. Personal accolades, personal reward, self-satisfaction, none of these are consistent with Jesus' message. Self-surrender, being servants to God and his message, compassion, self-sacrifice, loving service, mercy, these are consistent with Jesus' message. So let us ask the Lord to lovingly show us our weaknesses, help us to trust in God's mercy and compassion, and to prevent us from ever presuming on God's mercy, or boldly continuing to live wrongly or indulgently. Graciously spur us on, Lord, to keep going along the paths of holiness. And Lord, please inspire us to give selflessly and lovingly and to serve others as you did.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Amen. We gather our prayers together and approach the Lord, seeking help and mercy. Let us pray that those who share roles of authority in the church may exemplify selfless service. Lord, hear us. That all who hold political authority will use it to advance the cause of human dignity. Lord, hear us. That parents everywhere in difficult times will direct their children with the authority of love on the path of goodness. Lord, hear us. That artists, singers and musicians may bring joy and inspiration to the lives of others. Lord, hear us. For all who are in ill health, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace, and give strength to those who care for them. Lord, hear us that those who have died may know Christ's power over life and death, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Lord God, may your kindness sustain us as we await the coming of your kingdom. We make our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Grant us, Lord, we pray, a sincere respect for your gifts, that through the purifying action of your grace we may be cleansed by the very mysteries we serve. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For we know it belongs to your boundless glory that you came to the aid of mortal beings with your divinity and even fashioned for us a remedy out of mortality itself, that the cause of our downfall might become the means of our salvation through Christ our Lord. Through him the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim, 
Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold, the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear Him, who hope in His merciful love to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, we pray, that benefiting from participation in heavenly things, we may be helped by what you give us in this present age and prepared for the gifts that are eternal. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks again for joining us for this beautiful time of worship and prayer. I hope that the coming week is filled with many blessings and graces. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul W. Kelly. Texts are used for the purpose of worship and prayer for listeners wherever you are. The Roman Missal, Prayers and Chants, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy. The Bible, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, National Council of Churches of Christ, USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963, The Grail, Collins Publisher. Prayers of the Faithful, Robert Borg's Together We Pray, 1993, E.J. Dwyer, Australia. Mass for St. Ralph Sherwin, Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, featuring the Gloria, copyright 2011, www.ccwatershed.org, forward slash Charbonnel. Faith, Hope and Love, theme, 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13, original music, copyright 1996, Paul W. Kelly. For more details, please visit homilycatholic.blogspot.com.au. 
production by Kelly Enterprises Resources. May God bless and keep you.